0: Thank you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the IoT for All podcast. I'm Ryan Chacon, and on today's episode, we're going to talk about Thread. What is Thread, how it works, the role it plays in the industry, all the good stuff you need to know. With me today is Jonathan Hui, the Principal Software Engineer at Google and the Vice President of Technology at Thread Group. Thread Group is focused on making Thread the foundation for Internet of Things at homes and commercial buildings, so he's the perfect person to be talking about Thread. Really good episode. I think we'll get a lot of value out of it. We'd really appreciate it if you give this video a thumbs up. Subscribe to our channel if you have done so already, and hit that bell icon so you get the latest episodes as soon as they are out. But other than that, quick word from our sponsor, and then we'll get into the episode. The We Talk IoT Business Podcast is back. Explore best practices, IoT use cases, and formulas for success on your preferred stream provider, or visit avnet-silica.com slash podcast. That's the We Talk IoT Internet of Things Business Podcast. If you want to check it out on the website, it's www.avnet-silica, S-I-L-I-C-A dot com slash podcast welcome jonathan to the iot for all podcast thanks for being here this week yeah my pleasure um so let's kick this off by having you give a quick introduction about yourself background experience and kind of uh overview of, of what you do who you work with that kind of thing
1: yeah of course uh so yeah i'm, I'm jonathan hui uh currently a principal software engineer at google uh leading low power wireless technologies um specific focus and thread uh that's why we're here talking today. I have a long history in uh, you know, currently serving as VP of technology for the Threat group, uh, leading the standardization of Thread uh, and the technical activities within the Thread group. Um, and before Thread, uh, I was working in s- smart cities, applications, working on a standard called YSun, which is a neighborhood area network protocol uh, for long range, uh, high density applications. So, yeah, almost two decades of of long range uh, mesh networks.
0: Fantastic. So, um, a lot of us have heard of Thread. A lot of us have not, uh, or may not be as familiar with what it is. Tell us what Thread is, and then also what the role, what role the Thread Group plays. Since obviously you're, you know, we work for Google, but involved with Thread Group. So, kind of, how does that kind of work?
1: Yeah. So in short, Thread is a low power. Uh, IP-based mesh networking protocol. Uh, it was originally, you know, conceived for the smart home, but has expanded to uh, support other domains like commercial building applications. Um, Thread, we like to call it as a low-power alternative to Wi-Fi. You know, Wi-Fi also is an IP-based um, network protocol, but it's really optimized for different applications. Right, Wi-Fi for higher throughput, higher bandwidth applications uh whereas thread is really for you know low power devices that can operate for years uh, on modest batteries and so as we see the different link technologies right we we see them as kind of different uh you know providing kind of different solutions for different domains and ip brings all of those technologies together and that's where um that that unifying layer uh, allows application layers like matter for example, uh, uh, that are based on IP can now leverage, uh, you know, different technologies simultaneously um, so that we can, you know, support different devices uh, all on the same network um, with the same security domain, you know, uh, all of that.
0: So can you talk a little bit more about kind of when you compare it to Wi-Fi, the main differences between Wi-Fi, since a lot of people associate um, when they think about smart home products, connecting it to Wi-Fi or Bluetooth, um, and then dive a little deeper into kind of what it's really optimized for. Like, take us through some examples of where Thread is used versus Wi-Fi or other, other technologies.
1: Yeah, so, uh, you know, Thread really is designed for devices that don't have much data to communicate and, and really needs to operate uh, for a long time with with low power. So clearly, battery-powered devices are, are, are in the wheelhouse for Thread. So, you know, temperature sensors or, you know, occupancy sensors... Um, but also door locks, right? Uh, things that are hard to wire, but you, or you want to place in, in various areas that that uh, a wire may not extend to. Um, those applications, really, if you think about it, it's just uh, real. You know, in many cases, a single bit of information that needs to be communicated, uh, and sometimes uh, with very low latency, right? An occupancy sensor is as a classic example. You you want that device to just send a message very quickly. Uh, and then go back to sleep because you don't want it to waste any more power than it does. Um, and then on the you know the reverse direction also, like door locks, uh, while they don't send information directly, but they also need to receive information like open door lock, and you want the ha- that to happen relatively quickly as well. Um, so Thread was really designed to be very low overhead from a protocol perspective uh, and allowing devices to just basically... Wake up, communicate a packet, and then go back to sleep in as much lower power as possible. Uh, Wi-Fi, on the other hand, is a you know, designed for high throughput applications, right? So, uh, you know, we, we always talk about uh, new Wi-Fi versions and and how much more data rate they can push, and they do that by, you know, things like extending extending the bandwidth, um, you know, doing more coding on top, uh, things that ultimately make the protocol more complex, but that's necessary to achieve more information flow, you know, within a given amount of time. So, you know, again, like it's different trade-offs, different approaches, but working different needs,
0: right? So talk to me a little bit about kind of the role Thread is now playing in improving kind of the smart home space, the home network, and so forth. Like what are the real capabilities and features that are are driving this forward and kind of, um, you know, making it uh, or, or growing its adoption?
1: Yeah, so, you know, I've already talked about it uh, being low power, right? So, you know, Wi-Fi devices, we see them, we see, we see battery-powered Wi-Fi devices as well, um, but they typically last a couple, three months uh, on batteries, right? Uh, whereas thread devices can last for years, which which is great, right? Nobody wants to be running around changing batteries all the time. Um, the other aspect about Thread, it really is designed to be a mesh network. So, mesh is great because it can extend the reach uh, of devices. You know, we're seeing this with you know Wi-Fi mesh. Obviously, is becoming very popular. Um, I think one big difference with Thread is that it's that the mesh is really designed to be um, vendor-agnostic, right? They, like you could get devices from different vendors, and they just seamlessly uh, work together to extend the reach and range of Thread. Uh, and that's really important because you know there's sensors like water leak sensors that you put in the basement, which are hard to reach, or you may have uh, you know outdoor sensors that uh, you know need further reach as well. so um that that mesh network really is is important from a, a reach and range perspective. But also from a robustness, right with with mesh, you can have devices dynamically route around failures, right? these these are Devices that are often, you know, low cost, uh, again low power, um, and you know, devices can fail, or you know, if if power goes out in your home, some devices may just ultimately lose power unexpectedly. Uh, and the Thread Mesh network allows uh, that robustness and communication to continue happening, uh, whereas oftentimes with Wi-Fi, you, you don't have that level of robustness because it's it's pr- practically a star network from from the devices perspective. Um, yeah.
0: You know, you mentioned this earlier. You mentioned Matter, which I think is a, a good thing to bring in now. Um, how does Thread work with Matter or any other kind of you know standards or that you know, technologies that it, it kind of commonly integrated with or kind of playing together with?
1: Yeah. So, so the great thing with Matter and Thread and Wi-Fi, uh, they all agree on basically the the unifying abstraction, which is the Internet Protocol, right? The, the Internet Protocol. Obviously, has been very successful, right? The internet uh, uh, reaching you know, worldwide, uh, billions of users, um, and so what? What made the internet protocol so successful again was really to allow end-to-end applications, end-to-end security uh, across, you know, any kind of link, right? It could be Wi-Fi, it could be Ethernet, it could be cellular, um, cable modem, whatever, right? Uh, and that flexibility. Uh, really, you know, allowed innovation uh, to happen um, while you know not having to deal with the entire stack, right? Um, so, you know, the way Thread and Matter and uh, Wi-Fi play together uh, is that the the entire network just looks like a single IP network. From a Matter perspective, uh, all it's doing is sending an IP packet to an IP destination. Uh, you know, in some sense, doesn't really know whether it's talking to a Wi-Fi device or a Thread device. It just does what it does, and that—that's the great thing with IP. Uh, and then, you know, with uh, that also applies to say service discovery, uh, which is used to discover devices on the network. Right? Like uh, the common example is I—I I, you know, add a printer to my network. You what know, you do is you open up, you—you you add the printer driver, but it just discovers that there's a printer on your network, and you say, yeah, add that printer um thread uses that exact same technology um that's underlying uh and so does matter right so uh, from that perspective like all the all the uh networking capabilities that exist in your phones and laptops and whatnot today um thread just exposes uh those low power devices like any other device that might be on your wi-fi network and so uh, it really does leverage the existing technologies that make it really scalable really robust uh and you know, allows matter to just use them as if they're any other device.
0: Yeah, totally. Makes a lot of sense. And you mentioned earlier, um, and obviously with any type of technology like this in IoT, there's always um applications that's right for and then drawbacks and things that are maybe not, you know, as much of a fit for. You mentioned the the throughput side of things. Um, but what other drawbacks are there, or maybe if you could maybe want to walk through kind of applications where thread is not necessarily the right choice for for a solution or device or, you know, what have you.
1: Yeah, uh so yeah, through, throughput obviously is a big one. Um if you're trying to stream video uh and high quality audio, thread is probably not the right solution. Um uh you you really do want that additional uh bandwidth that uh Wi-Fi provides. Oh, you know, the, like I, I mentioned earlier in the show about uh Wi-SUN. Uh so you know, Wi-SUN is a wide area kind of uh designed to connect devices uh, across an entire city, right? And so uh, the main difference there is the range, right? The devices need to be able to talk, you know, several kilometers, uh, ideally. um, uh, And uh, because they can talk at that range, uh, they also need to support a much higher density, right? You could have tens of thousands of these devices on a city block, or you could have, you know, in a very rural environment it could be just a couple houses right in a in a kilometer area so um thread on the other hand really is designed for um in building in home applications so um you know it's targeting you know smart home like i said especially with matter um so you know typically we're we're talking about devices that net, or network sizes in the in you know a, a advanced home maybe in the hundreds but you know, tens of thousands is clearly not uh what we're talking about. Um, and then, you know, commercial buildings, you may get up into thousands of nodes, right? But but again, not the scale that you would see in an entire city. So, you know, Thread kind of has a, a different um, uh, trade-off again. It's it's 250 kilobits, so it's not the slowest uh, network te- There's other network technologies like LoRa and others that go into the single digit kilobits per seconds. Thread is in the 250 kilobit per second, but not in the megabits or gigabits range of, of Wi-Fi. Um, so, yeah. So, so you know, with all these technologies, there's always a trade-off in power throughput range. That's kind of the classic uh, set of trifecta that uh, people optimize differently for, and, and Thread took a particular stance that it thinks is best suited for you know, commercial and, and uh Home applications.
0: One of the last questions I wanted to ask you before before I let you go here is around challenges that you see in the space. It doesn't necessarily have to be directly related to Thread, but um, maybe you can tie that in as to problems or challenges it is solving. But from your angle and perspective, um, working in capacity at Google and with Thread Group, what challenges are you seeing in the IoT space that are really worth noting? Or uh, and you know, may- and maybe again relating back to like how Thread is coming in to help solve that.
1: Yeah, I, I I see kind of I, there's a lot of challenges in the space, but but a couple of the high level ones, uh, one is really interoperability, right? Um, for such a long time, uh, the IoT space has been defined by uh, you know very you know, pointed uh, kind of optimizations for the specific domain, right? And and that naturally led to um, every ecosystem developing their own technology that's not interoperable because they had a different viewpoint. On how best to serve that specific market, um, and you know, as we're realizing now as an industry, that um, siloed uh, kind of marketplace just wasn't the right way to get people engaged, consumers engaged, uh, get get the market to grow. Right, you you hit these limits where users don't want to be locked into an existing a single ecosystem. They want choice. Um, they want flexibility they want what the internet provided, right? Like I can use any ISP with any smartphone, with any laptop and printer, right? I don't have to be locked into a very specific ecosystem. Um, So interoperability is a huge one. And that's where, you know, at Google, we, we strongly stand behind the internet protocol thread, Wi-Fi matter, right? As, as those, as the leading technologies uh, to support that, um, the other big one, obviously, is just reliability and robustness, right? Especially in uh, in the space, uh, the, the solutions, they're effectively, uh, in many cases, replacing existing technology, right? That existing technology being wire, physically wired devices, right? Light switches, light bulbs. Um, and users are just, it, it, it's a very reliable system. Users just expect it to work. You flip the switch. Within a, a tens of milliseconds, the light bulb turns on, right? Um, and it happens every time. Uh, and so, you know, for better or worse, consumers have uh, come up with that expectation. Uh, and when they install their IoT devices or smart home devices, they expect that same level of reliability. Um, I mean, in fairness, uh, there is a trade-off, right? Like, they're using these devices because they either don't require new wiring, they don't you know, require retrofitting, uh, or the, you know they really do allow new applications because I can put devices or new devices that that I couldn't do before, um, but but you know again we we have to come up uh, and and address these expectations about, about reliability and robustness.
0: Absolutely, yeah. It's um threads been an interesting kind of area to follow, and then we we're talking about just the general interoperability, the reliability, simplicity of things. It's simply something that we can, regardless of what area of IoT you're in, you can definitely relate to it for sure. Um, but this has been a very cool conversation. We have actually have I don't think we've ever in almost 260 some episodes talked about threads. So I'm glad you were able to take the time. I think our audience is going to get a lot of value out of it. So, so thank you for uh, for jumping in here. Um, for our audience who wants to learn more and, and follow up with the other questions, learn more about the thread group, thread in general. What's the best way they can do that?
1: Yeah, uh, you know, we have a website threadgroup.org uh, where anyone can uh, learn more. Um, if you're wanting to play more with uh, uh, thread. Uh, there's also the the open source implementation of thread for those developers at OpenThread.io. Yeah,
0: fantastic. Um, well, thanks, Jonathan, so much for, for doing this. Really appreciate it. I'm excited to get this out and start educating our audience a bit more on on thread. Uh, I think it's very, very kind of interesting space, exciting um, applications as involved in as as was you know when Matter came out. We were talking about Matter got a lot of uh, popularity. So this will, this will be a good one to kind of follow up with. So really appreciate your time.
1: Yeah, thank you. Yeah, this is certainly an exciting time.
0: All right, everyone. Thanks again for joining us this week on the IoT for All podcast on the IoT for All Media Network. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please leave us a rating or review and be sure to subscribe to our podcast on whichever platform you're listening to us on. Also, if you have a guest you'd like to see on the show, please drop us a note at ryan at iotforall.com and we'll do everything we can to get them as a featured guest. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time.